Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. Good morning. I'm Karen. Today we have a guest for you. Uh, welcome, Andreanne. Hi. Uh, Andreanne has been invited to the show today to tell a story. So our listeners today get to sit back and just listen to a guest come to the show to explain how you and I had an interaction together. So can I begin? Yes. Are you okay if I do the starting? Yes. Okay. I met you because I was looking for a hairdresser. That's right. And I called your place. I can't even remember. How, how did I actually get set up seeing you? I think you just walked in and asked for an appointment. Okay. So I was one of those people. <laughs> okay. And so you did my hair the first time. Yes. And then I had a second appointment to come in and see you again. A month later. Yes. And you do my roots. Yeah. You help me color. You color. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I was coming back to see you for the second month. And before we made it to that appointment, something happened to you. Yes, I had an accident and a cooking accident and I burnt my hand. So what happened that day? So I was on my way before I went to work and I decided to sear a roast to put it in the crock pot and it was 730 in the morning and and I seared it on all the sides in hot butter and uh, it let go of the fork on the last side and all the butter came up on my hand and um, had to go to emergencies and they had to take all my first layer of skin off because it was a second degree burn. So what part can you describe the hand? The whole top of my left hand from uh, the tip of my pointer finger to my wrist, pretty much. Okay, and this is second degree they're telling you? It is, yeah. Okay, so there are going to be pictures up so that people can go on the site by sarlo.com, just in case you're one of the listeners on iTunes. You might want to go to by sarlo.com. Andreanne is going to supply the pictures of the burn. So did you take pictures of the burn at the beginning, Andreanne? I have a picture of um, after they took the skin off, and I have pictures every couple of days. Okay. Can you briefly, <laughs> I'm going to say briefly, um, tell me if that was like how painful that was? Well, as they asked you at the hospital on a 10, it was probably an 8. It was really painful. It was the most pain I've ever had. Okay. And so this butter is spl has splattered. It's not just one burn, right? Like there's, are there different little spots no, on the there's hand? There's multiple spots. There's the biggest one um, where the knuckle area is up to uh, the finger. And then there was three other spots. Closer to the wrist? Yes. Okay. So this is pretty much covering your most of your hand. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so what did they tell you at the hospital? They said uh, the first time at the hospital, um, they didn't know what to do, what to say. They, I had to go home and change my dressings by myself. And um, they told me to take the first one off two days after. But what happened is they did a dressing with gauze. And when I took it off, it was embedded inside. Okay, we Kelly and I are freaking out. <laughs> Andrean is looking at us like, what's happening? Why are you talking? Um, we're just freaking out because, well, we're not nurses. We're not paramedics. So just, just to think that you have to go home where it's in pain and now you're saying that it's embedded 
I mean, if somebody is medical and listens to this, it's like they know what you need to do. They're calm. They know. But for the average person listening with no medical background, we all are sitting here going, what the heck? Yes. And I knew what I needed to do then. And I didn't want to do it. And I had to. I had to um, now take my hand and half the, the dressing underwater and pull and pull and then back at Emerge, you know, two days after. So this whole process, does it take you to a 10 out of 10 and then maybe back down to an 8? Like, how does that affect your pain levels? Yeah, it's um, as long as you uh, put your arm up and you're giving it a, a rest to heal, it's it's okay. It was hurting, but every time something happens or the moving the hand, it was really bad. And what was it like when you had to put the hand in the water to remove the gauze? It was really painful. Um, and the, I had to pull on it now. So it's like the new skin is reopened. So I had to go back to emergencies. Ah, so you pulled the skin layer off? I, th- I think I did, yes. Oh. So then I saw a different doctor. And this time they gave me the proper non-adhesive uh, dressing that I had to do by myself again for the rest of the couple of days. And um, he was talking about skin graft and physiotherapy. And how long would that process take? Did they give you a duration um, to expect to be off work or to, you know, frequency of appointments with, with these professionals that you've just mentioned? Well, at that time, uh, they didn't, they said to come back one more time. And I did uh, the following week. And because uh, I couldn't move my fingers, they had seized from not moving. And the knuckle skin was together, so I couldn't bend. So I went back again to the hospital, and um, this third doctor didn't like that. So he made an appointment right away uh, to the Sudbury Hospital uh, to see a plastic surgeon and a hand specialist. This is big. Yes. So then uh, by the time in between that, this is when I went to work because I'm a hairstylist, and uh I can't use my hands, obviously. So I was visiting my clients with my my hand in my big dressings and just to s- explain what happened. And this is when I saw you in the chair getting your color done uh, in between the last emergency appointment and the um, the plastic surgeon appointment. Sorry. I'm sorry. Say that again. Okay, so yeah, I saw you in between going to uh, the uh, the last emergency appointment and the Sudbury uh, appointment with the plastic surgeon, and you were getting your hair done, and I was explaining to you what happened, and I was in pain, and I still had my dressings on at that point, and nothing had per se healed, like no no new skin yet. Okay, so I remember um, when you came, when you came in. Um, another hairdresser was putting my color in and I remember you being I'll say upset and a co-worker was helping you make phone calls because you were trying to offer each of your clients another way of seeing a hairdresser that's right to be able to still meet their needs because you couldn't and you didn't know how long you were going to be off so I could hear the conversation because my appointment ended up being booked before the day started I guess the other hairdresser was sneaking me in before her regular work day because we were the only four. I was the only client in the salon, and there were three 
the two hairdressers and the manager, I think. That's right. So you were working with the manager to call all of your clients, and I could hear your tone of voice. I could hear that you were concerned about each of the people that you were calling so that they would get what they needed. And and then the manager was concerned about you. <laughs> yes, because at that time, I forgot to tell you, um, the last doctor told me end of January. So this happened on uh, December 6th. So we're talking now end of January, possible to go back to work. Okay. So I remember her saying to you at one point that you should go and try and register for is it unemployment or disability or something? Yeah, unemployment, yeah. Because she was suggesting to you that it may not be the end of January that you may very well be off longer in yes. the sense that, yes, they may say you have movement, but as a hairdresser, you still have to put your hand in with chemicals and water, water and the, right. the, the, the blow dryer. And I think if anybody's listening and they've ever been burned, they're thinking, it how long it takes because you're sensitive to cold when you go outside you're sensitive to the heat it's there's sensitivity to the skin never been exposed that's coming up when it comes yeah yeah so she was saying to you that you should go and register just in case it ended up turning into months and i remember sitting in the chair and your spirit guides just said to me get up and go and help her and i thought well um, what do I do? Really? I was nervous because I'm sitting there. I've got my black cape on, you know, my hair is, has the color for the roots in it. Now I've got the little sticky things that all over perfect. my head. <laughs> yeah, I got the sticky things on my head. I've got the little caps covering my glasses. And I was just sitting there and I thought, well, this is her place of work. What if I go over there and her, someone's angry. Like, what if she says yes, but her boss is mad? Or what if the other employees come in or their clients come in? It's a hair salon. I think at this point, myself first, anywhere would have worked for me. I just needed to get better. Thank God that the person that is your manager is such a beautiful per person. She is. Because her first concern was your health. She wasn't concerned so much as to what people's opinions could be. She she cared. She just wanted you to get better. Yeah, she did. And th so did that's, <laughs> yeah, yes. And so that allowed me to just go over and see and ask you for permission. And we asked her for permission. So, or I did, so that if anybody else where you work was angry with what we were doing, that your boss would have your back. I, I didn't want you to, to get into trouble because of it, even if it did work. And by that point, I mean, I don't know that anything's going to work for you either. This is, um, this is hope. Yes, this is what you said. You said it, it, it may work for you. You may not uh, believe into that or anything like that. And I just, just opened my mind and just, just said, let's do this. So, so prior to that, I had never met you. Other than the one time you'd colored my hair? No. And Andrianne, like, did you even know what I did? Or was it just from what I explained that day? Uh, I didn't know about the healing part of what you do. And uh, so it was all a big surprise um, for me. You had mentioned working with some doctors, but not, I really understood that time. 
So we just sat down in the salon together. You with your hand wrapped at this point. Mm -hmm. And me with the cape on and the hair coloring in. Yes. And how long did we do the energy healing for? I'm going to say about 20 minutes. I think it was about a 20 minute session. And how did that go for you? Uh, It was very relaxing. And uh, I could feel Karen going, because I closed my eyes, and I could feel her energy like warmth above my hand and uh, we weren't talking very much and I was watching her once in a while and she was I think she was passing the energy through my hand through my heart through my arm through my back out my arm and so this is the end of the session and at one point I'm sitting and my whole spine just cracked when she did through the arm through the back through out the other arm. I have a million questions. Can can we just slow down for yeah. a second? Because I wasn't there. So I'm hearing this like listeners are for the first time. So I, I want to go back because the, one of the first things you said was you could feel warmth on your hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering as a listener, if you've just been burned, what does warmth feel like oh, on no. top of a burn? It was not like heat, like hurting. It was more... Is it like a comfort warmth? Yes, like a comfort, but... N- she wasn't touching me like yeah. I could feel the energy I guess mm-hmm. and so then I wanted to ask because you're talking about where she was trying to pass the energy up through the arm through the back and out out the other one yes did she say that to you or did you just feel the path she said it and as she said through the back a split second my spine was just cracked and I was love sitting it. down love it so okay continue this is where I was okay I believe in this. I'm I'm li- living it right now. So this is amazing. How did your heart feel when you say it passed through your heart? Um, it was about the same time as the the back thing happened, so I mean, I felt the back more than the heart. <laughs> okay. Do you feel almost like instant relief or hopeful in that moment? Hopeful for sure. Uh relief? Yes. Well, and and I'm asking, I guess, relief in terms of I can see the end of this. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Well, that's really big because this wasn't that long after you originally were burned. Yes. The day before I was still in tears, like hopeless of is this going to end? Right. So that helped me a lot just in my heart and my head as well, because I didn't know what was going to happen after the treatment. Okay. So was that it at that time, Andrean? I just remember sitting with you for that 15 or 20 minutes and it being very quiet, actually. And I remember it just being peaceful, too. But at that time, the staff is now starting to arrive. A couple of people were starting to come in and clients say. And then I said goodbye to you and then I left. That was um, December 13th. I have uh, an actual picture that you will see in between uh, the series of pictures of two days prior to that and then two days after that so the 11th and the 15th so you'll see what happened can you show those to kelly i can go ahead so the first picture is um when they this the first doctor took the skin off at the hospital and as you can oh. see the the pointer finger is also burnt to the end um the second degree burn is the biggest spot on the picture as well as half the other two, three. 
There's a picture of the dressing. This is how I had to do myself with one hand. Uh, I never got a service offered for that. I was just going to, well, I wanted to ask when you first mentioned it, were you even taught how to do this yourself? No. So it was just go home and, and manage? Watch what they did and do it again. Yes. I And I have to wonder if there's medical people in the city listening or anywhere in the world listening, thinking that is neglect. Well, when I saw the plastic sur- surgeon, she couldn't believe that uh, I had to do that with one hand for weeks. For yourself? Mm-hmm. So where, and, and I'm sorry, where was the plastic surgeon? In Sudbury. Okay. The second picture is December 11th. So two two days before I saw you at the salon. So everything was crusted and trying to to scab over, but there's no fresh new skin. So is this where you were saying that it was stuck together from lack of movement or seizing, or was that after? December 8th is when it happened uh, where the dressing got stuck and I had to go back to emerge. December 11th is where it already had happened, where the dressing got stuck and I pulled it again. So that's what's on the picture. So can you show Kelly the picture of after the treatment? Yes. So this is the picture. It's still pretty bad, but you can see that there's a pink new layer of skin that came up, especially in that uh, major area. And this was just two, after the, the a day or two after two days. the energy two days after the energy treatment. I don't know why, Andrean, but I'm inclined to ask you about how you were sleeping. I actually slept good every night, even the first night of the injury, because uh, the elevation of the arm. I, as long as it was elevated, it was okay. Any time that my arm was down, like as when you're standing, throbbing, throbbing, yeah. pulling. Um, a lot of pain. Okay. And did that change after the energy treatment? Yes, I could move more for sure. So you could put your hand down? Yes, I could. Okay. What else happened like after the energy treatment? Like did you did you see when you took it off the first time after the energy treatment? What yes. did you see? What did you notice? How did you fe- how did you feel? Well, I'm looking at a close up right now and everything started peeling up and um, to expose the new skin. So uh, changing the dressing was easier, moving was easier. I, c- I could see like some hope. This is what I was waiting to see the plastic surgeon because they made an appointment for me. And by the time I got to go see her, um, the, the two days before, it peeled a lot. And that day, actually, the last of it were the knuckle and the finger peeled up so then I could move my fingers so when I got to see her she said when did this happen and I said December 6th and she said this is incredible she asked me twice she couldn't believe it that I would not need plastic surgery Uh, I'm so happy for you yeah because I'm so happy for Karen (laughs) yes (laughs) this was great I didn't um I also saw a hand specialist and the fact that I could have the same motion and use of my fingers from before. So then I saw the hand specialist at the hospital of Sudbury and she couldn't believe how I could move my hand back to how it was before. I could I could grip with, with my hand. I could move my fingers. And in such a short amount of time because they were seized the whole time I, I wasn't dressing. So 
And no plastic surgery now. No skin graft, no plastic surgery, no physio. What? What the hell? No, nothing. I just, it just went all back to how it was. So are you breathing at this point? Yes. Do you feel like you have your life back? Yes. Okay. And guess who did my hair? I did. I went back to work on December 28th. So it was 22 days total. And you colored my hair. I did. And you blow dried my hair. I did. And you washed my hair. Yes. I can just feel like the whole other side celebrating for you. It it feels really good. I'm very happy to be back and very fortunate. And uh, a big thank you to Karen for sure. And a big thank you to your spirit guides because Andreanne, like this, this is the key, eh? The point is, is a person just seeing, like I'm just getting my hair done, and it could that could be all about me, right? Self care. Somebody's doing my hair, but I see somebody else in need, and it was just listening to your spirit guides. It was just seeing somebody needed something. I had no idea if any of thing that I did for you was ever going to be able to help you. It was just clearly taking a chance, trusting and hoping that when the spirit guide said, move your ass, Karen, (laughs) that's what I do. I move my ass. So I just went over and you were so open to it, even though you were what you would say, maybe a non-believer, you were just in so much pain and just needed help. And it's sometimes those are the moments when our life changes. Or when a a belief changes and you were open enough to just try it so that your life could go back to what you wanted it to be. Yes. It's unfortunate that you have to live it to believe it sometimes. But um, it happened for me. So where are you at now with your hand? Is there any, are there any restrictions? Are you in any pain? How are you doing? I have no pain. I baby it for sure. I can't. I don't think I could scratch it, cut it, or anything like that because it's new, new skin. But um, no, I wear a glove for chemicals and sometimes for water. I'm already like I'm shampooing without water, I w- shampooing without gloves. But I think it's better. It's it's coming along very good. And your physicians are happy with it. The last follow up was the plastic surgeon she said I was good to go and if there was any little issues to call her but that was the only follow-up that I had so instead of having surgeries you are now surgery free yep no surgeries no nothing I I do apply um this cream for healing good the 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 last part of the skin but I want to congratulate both of you because like you mentioned in the beginning, Andreanne, when, when Karen said it may work for you, it may not be 100%. A lot of that has to do with the openness. A lot of that has to do with whether or not the soul of a person hangs on to their injury as part of their story. So a lot of people will, would walk around for the rest of their lives defined by this, this type of incident. And you said it actually at the very beginning, myself first. And she was talking about being careful and asking for consent and not not being intrusive of other people's opinions or beliefs. And you just said, no, myself first. And that openness allows the healing to actually do its job. And and Karen, your congratulations in listening and, and in just acting and being selfless. And like you said, you could have had your self-care moment and not 
chosen to get up and yet you saw it as you know 20 minutes no big deal I also saw and Andre Ann as an employee as somebody who is self-employed who's trying to make a living for herself and her family I saw her as a mom. I think you're a mom. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Because I'd only met you once before this, but I think you had mentioned that you had a child. So I just thought about you as a mom, like in those moments of just my own making a decision, do I get up? Do I go over? And do I ask you to see if we can do something for you? I just remembered seeing and hearing in your voice how upset you were. And to me, if that were me and somebody else could at least try something, I would want them to at least try for me. That's how I felt, definitely. Thank you. You're so welcome because it does something for me too. It it reminds me of my partnership with the spirit world. It reminds me that we're a team, that I have a relationship with them, that this is uh get your ass up, Karen, and go. <laughs> and that is a relationship, listening and doing, acting, participating in a relationship. So you just, you gave me a chance. Andrean, thanks so much for agreeing to come on the show today. You're welcome. It's a story I know she's been excited to share since day one. Out of her own excitement, her own growth and her gifts. But like she just said, in sharing another person's story where it becomes a win. I've shared the story since the day it happened. Really? Yes, I have. I, I came home and told Kelly and Eric. I was so wanting you to be able to be better so that you could work so that you weren't going to be in pain. I've burnt my face. If anybody had has listened to prior shows on Coffee with the Sardles, they will know that I had a, a nasty burn on my face going to one of my niece's weddings. So I could really feel for you the pain of what a burn is on on the skin. Mine was the face and the lips and the tongue and in the inside of my mouth. And I just know that it can be very uncomfortable. So I was excited to to tell them and nervous because I didn't know if it was actually going to do anything for you or not. So I remember coming back from the salon when you colored my hair. <laughs> and the fact that actually that day, I was supposed to have an appointment with somebody else and the computer erased me. That's right. And uh, I was so happy to see you. I said, come on in, I can do this. Yes, I forgot about that. I actually had an appointment with another stylist because we thought you were going to be off. I arrived and the computer took my name right out of the system so that I actually didn't have a hair appointment that day. And you were standing at the back and you heard me. That's right. <laughs> and you had a free appointment. So oh, you said, no, I'll color her hair. I would have made one for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This was a ton of fun to see the two of you interact, to hear the joy from both of you. It's It's been a pleasure to be a part of this conversation. To listeners, as always, if you have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at Otherwise, have an excellent weekend.